1: What's going on, Dodgers Nation? Welcome back to another iteration of the DN Roundtable. I think this is a uh, 14. This is number 14? 14. Four- retired 14. Retired number now. That means we've Dodgers. been doing it for um 14. Absolutely. We did it, guys. On my right, you got, you already know these guys. You know them. Look at them. You see their faces. Obviously, there's no Doug here. He's uh, looking for a car or something like that. He's, he's, he's good. He's with us yeah. in spirit as always. <clears> but we got Mr. Eric Ulo over here on my right. Clip to see us over there. On the other right,
2: a more writer.
1: Double cheer. More writer. You guys know them. I don't know how to tell you who they are. We're real deep into this by now. We know what's going on. So let's just jump right into it. Obviously, recording this now, the day after the All-Star Game, we got to go. We had a good experience. We had a good time. Good times had by all. There were beers. There were foods. There was synergy Synergy. and corporate bonding, as always. But starting with the All-Star Game experience, overall what is your assessment of the all-star game? We're going to go on a one to 10. You can talk about it. You can talk about the overall experience, how you felt being there in person at Dodger stadium, seeing Clayton Kershaw take the mound for, for the national league. Just talk about it just in general. Clint, go ahead. What what, what did you think?
2: I mean, I think there's a lot of fun in going to the game. Uh, It's the first in our lifetime. First in my lifetime. That's for damn sure. Uh, We get to tell that we get to tell that to our grandpuppies, our great grandpuppies and all that. Hey, I got to see, MLB Hall of Famer Clayton Kershaw start an all-star game in his home ballpark, and that was pretty cool. Um, it was enjoyable, you know? I mean, my throat's a little hoarse right now because I was screaming at the players and whatnot. Overall, kind of a dull game, but we made it a good time when you're with good friends and Eric. Good times yeah. and
1: family matters. That's fun. You,
2: if you wanted All a number, games. I think I said, though, like, i give it a five because I could take it or leave it. I think the all-star game is built for the tv experience
1: that was my question for you eric do you feel like the all-star game is more suited for the tv experience and a follow-up to that do you think if we had traveled from out of town maybe we were coming from uh, some poduck city
0: in the middle of the country do you think that we would you know maybe have appreciated it more maybe had more fun it's definitely a made-for-TV event. I think they, you just see by just the sheer amount of equipment they have there. They have the cat-eye cameras stringing across the field. It's definitely a made-for-TV event, but I thought it was incredible. I mean, it's pretty much the Coachella for baseball fans, right? It's a festival. You have all these people. A lot less drugs. Uh, you have all these Says people. You. It's just an incredible celebration of baseball. But, yeah, I mean, we didn't have the opportunity to see the David Ortiz-Mookie Betts interview. We definitely probably missed out on a few moments, but luckily we have the Internet, so we can all look at it. But, yeah, definitely a made-for-TV event, but I was – Really happy we got to go. Very thankful we got to go. Uh, I would absolutely go to another All-Star game again, even if it was at a different city. And uh, I completely don't remember your second question. I apologize. That's fine. It's all good.
2: I want to interject quickly. Uh, Thanks to our friends at AM570, LA Sports Radio. Thank you to our big boss man, Gary Lee. And thank you guys who read our stuff, who watch our videos, because we could not have gone without supports of viewers like you.
1: Like you. So hit that subscribe button down below and be, be another viewer. Take us to the Seattle All Star Game because I want to go to that real bad. You know what? I'll will uh, I'll plug in here. Do you
2: think it would be more fun if you were an out of towner? Then, like we're we're looking at you know, T Mobile next year, Seattle. I mean, we we go to Dodger Stadium enough. We've been to playoff games. We know that's right. about it. Felt about the same level of excitement.
1: Yeah, I think it maybe was something along those lines, because if you look at like the overall experience, like coming to L.A., getting to come into L.A., doing the Hollywood thing, doing all the typical L.A. things that people do, it was probably a lot of fun for those people. They were, it was a whole experience. It wasn't just one game. It wasn't just a few hours on a Tuesday night in L.A. It was probably an entire week or weekend of doing mm-hmm. things and getting to see things that you don't normally get to see and do things you don't normally get to do. So I think there is definitely something to that If we had, if we do go to Seattle. We'll have to come back to this. We'll have to readdress it and reevaluate what we're doing because, you know, it might've been a different experience, but with that, all-star game's over. We can finally move on. We can stop talking about who's going to start the all-star game for two weeks. We officially kick off the second half of the season. The Dodgers are 60 and 30. As of this recording, 10 games up on the Padres. Who saw that coming? But second half, that means it's time for second half predictions. My favorite part of the year, because it, actually has some backing (laughs) this time around as opposed to when the season started. So Eric, I just want to get it from you. The smartest guy in the room, who is your candidate to be a legit bounce
0: back candidate this year? Who's the guy who's going to,
1: you know, maybe didn't have the best first half and is going to just come tearing right back in.
0: You got to go with Max Muncy. I would hope that now the forearm is feeling a little bit better. Got a few days off, got that Sunday off. I think some of the peripheral numbers, I uh, would speak he's been a little bit unlucky. Mm. But I want to think that guy, just with his new approach, with where he's been, with what he's done for this team, I think that the walk rate is still there. He's still seeing pitches well. But I think you're going to start to see some more, some more favorable outcomes for Muncie. And I just don't think the guy is a 150 Cody Bellinger 2021 hitter. <laughs> like that guy, I, I I would almost I would almost put money on his average being north of 200 uh, in the second half or finishing for the season a little north of oh. 200 or right around there. I think Max Muncie is a legit bounce-back candidate the second half that would be a great guy to have bounce back because he is uh bad he
1: is not good right now and it's a it's definitely a hole in the <laughs> lineup clint alternatively who is the guy that you're worried about who's the guy that is 2019 second half cody bellinger
2: i respect your opinion but you are dead wrong actually i, I thought you were going to give me the same thing and you gonna answer both you my answer, answer both. is going to be the same for both uh either way craig kimbrell he, he needs to be the bounce-back guy, but he very well could just keep spiraling out of control. And, uh, you know, this would be the arm flushing his season down the
1: toilet. It's like when you bet against yourself during the home run derby. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, mean, yeah. You got a real weird way of doing but, stuff. But,
2: I mean, also, Kimbrel being a bounce-back candidate would be uh, pretty damn important for this team. It would be huge. I just don't think it's going to be that. Plus, you got Blake Trinan knock on desk hopefully coming back you got dustin may whatever they're gonna end up doing with him you got some other options coming back hopefully a tommy Canley. i don't know if he uh if, if craig crumble can last in that bullpen if he keeps doing what he's doing
1: i just like how we have the crumble nickname for him i mean if you got a crumble nickname as a closer it's not looking good for you guys I personally, I mean, it could go either way for me. There's a lot of different ways that can go. But the one guy that I'm worried about, the regression that I see coming, the regression I worry about is Tony Gonsolin. I mean, you look at what mm-hmm. he's done in the first half. He's been phenomenal. And that's not to say he cannot continue to do that. But the fact that every game he pitches is now his career high in innings pitch doesn't quite sit well with me. I think the Dodgers are probably going to do some things to make sure that he gets a little bit of a load off. Some pressure may be taken off of him a little bit. Yep. I think as we head towards playoff, you'll see him less and less in a longer Uh, starting role, I guess. And like we said, we've been saying, I think he's going to be piggybacked with Dustin May whenever he does return. Bounce back candidate... I don't know, man. I, I, I don't see Max Muncy bouncing back until that elbow is completely healthy, and I mm. just don't think we're there yet, and I don't think we're going to be there until 2023, which is also coincidentally what he had said. It's not going to be healthy yeah. 100% until next year probably. But You can go ahead and cheat and go Dustin May. No, nah, I'm going I'm <laughs> to go Cody Bellinger. I'm going to go Cody. You know what? You know He's going to have the reverse 2019 year. It's going to be bad first half, good second half. Not you, producer half. Cody. I don't know how good it's going to be. You know, Good by his standards right now is not that good overall, but I'll take whatever you can get for him. Uh, I think I, before the season, I had said if he hit 220, we'd be in a really good spot. Yes, uh, you did. It's still possible. I don't know if it's actually happening.
0: In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Hamas bring them home
1: V-M-R! 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 Guys, with the second half of the season also comes the trade deadline, which we are all so excited about because that's what the, that's what you guys like to watch. So that's when you like to watch Doug talk about players, talk about rumors, talk about things, talk about people that could possibly come to the Dodgers, and it's a good time had by all. But projections right now because the current market that's developing is pretty wild. Things that are happening right now within Major League Baseball, specifically with superstar All-Star outfielders for some reason. I don't know what the deal is there. The trade deadline could be very interesting this year. Mm-hmm. I personally don't think Juan Soto will be traded at this deadline. However, let's just get this one out of the way. What does a trade package for Juan Soto look like?
2: Lots and lots and lots of talent. The, I mean, the, the Nationals have already gotten uh, the, you know, the top two Dodgers prospects from last year. So if I'm looking at Dodgers specifically... You're starting with a Dustin May, you're throwing in a Landon Knack, you're throwing in a Bobby Miller. They are going to want the top tier of the farm system. And you could even see somebody with team control like Gavin Lux. I mean, Jeff Passan had that similar uh, mm. trade package. Jacob Cartaya, bye-bye, because they could flip him elsewhere or flip Cabert Ruiz somewhere else for for talent. Um they would. It would. It would be a very smart if they can find a move like that. It would be smarter than that to trade him, get all of that talent, and then find a way to fix some holes. But will they trade him?
0: Mm-hmm. Eric, Tell do you think he man. even gets traded this deadline? No, I. I don't understand why some everyone just decided that Juan Soto has to be traded right now. I it's mean, Ken he's under Rosenthal. team control for a couple more years. Rosenthal knows this stuff. I just don't understand why it has to be done right now. You look at the ownership situation. If I'm going to buy the Nationals, I want it to be my call what we're trading Juan Soto for if I'm a billionaire. like Billionaires don't want to have the food made for them. That's not how those people operate. Not that I know a single billionaire, but if I was looking prospectively buy the Nationals, I want to make the call on what we're getting back for Juan mm-hmm. Soto, not have the ownership team that I'm about to buy the team from make that call.
1: If I had to make a prediction... If I had to make any prediction right now, just as we stand here on this date, July twentieth, if Juan Soto were to be traded this off season or this uh, season uh, trade deadline, whatever, what have you, I think he's a Yankee. I think Ooh. he goes to New York. I think Ooh. they have the package to get it done. I think that they have the prospect capital to get it done. I think that they are at a weird impasse with Aaron Judge that seems to be very yeah. uncomfortable. You saw that interview uh with i think it was marley that was doing that interview right where he was just like hey there's a kid in new york that says he's your favorite player and he can't believe you're not going to be a yankee possibly and he's like oh man there's a lot of other good yankees uh uh uh, i hope you're still a fan of me and it's like oh yeah i don't think that guy's gonna stick around very long but uh it's interesting to me that the yankees don't seem to want to pay him for some reason however juan soto would thrive in new york for a lot of different reasons personality short porch and right field and just Yankees fans I don't know Mm -hmm. seems like a good place for him to be that would be my prediction on where he ends up I also do not think that the Dodgers really make a splash at all I don't know if you guys have any other opinions on that it seems to be kind of the universal thought across like every major media outlet like hey the Dodgers will probably just kind of stand still or maybe add a bullpen arm fringy type of guy but what else other what else can you do Right. You, really
2: you just you like we've said for for weeks. And I mean, yeah, you know what? Andrew Friedman gave us his lip service. of We're not going to go out and get anybody. We're not going to really do anything. We're not going to trade from our, our prospect capital because we've done that a lot over the last few seasons. And I think they have the parts already internal to make a, a splash internally with phrasing. <laughs> Because, you know. Anyways, you got Dustin May. We said the names already. You got a lot of guys coming back that any team would love to add to their roster. And they're already there. You just got to wait. You just got to
1: wait. And you got a 10-game lead, you're good. At this point, it's a waiting game. At this point, the 10-game lead definitely plays into that. I don't think Andrew Friedman feels like he needs to show his cards to anybody. I don't feel like he needs to be like, hey, we're interested. He just doesn't. Mm -hmm. He'll keep tabs on everybody that's available. Because that's what he does. Because he's a good GM. And I love him dearly. But, guys, finally, before we wrap up. We want to we talk about the new beer vending machines at Woo! Dodger Stadium. These popped up all over Twitter. A bunch of people were posting them. I have mixed feelings and emotions about them. I will say I was very happy when the Dodgers brought back the beer uh, guys who walk around. Oh, yeah! give you beers. I was real excited about that. Because sometimes you're just sitting in your seat and you're like, I actually am almost empty. Hey, right here. <laughs> Be a boy. Most of the time they come around with like Bud Light. So I'm not really super down with that. But do you have any strong opinions one way or another about this? Is it a good idea? Is it a bad idea? Is it going to cause a lot of fights, Eric? What do you see playing out with this? I
0: beer see a expert. lot of beer not getting rotated properly in vending machines. And that, oh. that hurts my soul. I don't know if, I don't think there's, they probably don't have a reader there to make sure the dates are alright. And as a, as a beer schnob, as a as a just a big beer douchebag, I, I just think I worry about that, and also I want that. I want that human interaction. There's I there's like behem- someone. I like someone is. handing me a beer. Also, I had a question: <laughs> Is the thing getting delivered like with the little water arm, where it get, like gets nicely it like dropped, it or over. is it like donk, and then you have a fuzzy, be- like a foamy beer?
1: My feedback seems to be that it sounds like it's gently placed in. I don't know about people
0: opening them, but it sounds like it's not like a boom, boom. gently yeah. placed, like a ball getting gently thrown back, which from doesn't field. happen uh,
2: in reality. I wonder, there's a few things I wonder about, and on that, you know, they force you to open the beers. You have to have an open can when you're leaving. A, a, so you can't like, hit people with yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, I'm going to attack you with a like $17 beer or whatever, as the kids, as grandma would say. I wonder, is it going to crack your beer for you? Because I don't want a machine touching my beer. But also, I wonder, how are they going to regulate this thing? Because somebody just goes up there and there's like, D, D, I'm, assuming, I'm assuming that it has an ID, it has an ID reader. It does. So is that storing your information? Am I going to be old man yelling at the cloud right now, wondering how much are they storing? How many beers am I drinking? And can I get that tally at the end of the game? I'm going to be like, I, have this, I
0: have this many. There's yeah. also a huge business opportunity now. You know, there's a lot of fake IDs sold in Alvarado there Street, not go. that we support that kind of yeah. stuff, but trying to get something that can trick the vending machine. Or is it like a Vaughn situation where you have some an attendant hey, kind of overlooking hey, the mom, robots?
2: Mom, can I borrow your ID? Can I borrow
1: real your quick? ID? Yeah. Listen, it's just, it's a weird situation. I think they do have somebody kind of regulating the cran ca- can cracking as you walk out. That's what the like roped off <laughs> section was for. Yeah. I'm assuming that, but the general feedback that I've had from. You guessed it. Facebook is how are they keeping your information in their systems? Mm -hmm. You get your ID scanned at the grocery store sometimes. That's all I'm going to say about that. But I think it's a, you know, I don't know. The Dodgers have been doing a lot of things to try to cut down on lines in recent years. Some of them. Employees. Nailed on. Some (laughs) of them they've nailed on. Some of them they have swung and missed on and caused even more lines. I mean, it's already
2: a cashless environment. So that's one thing. But, you know, cutting out that human uh, touch is nice. I mean, we did the tap and go yesterday. Didn't necessarily tap and go. Didn't necessarily go that much quicker, in no. my opinion, because you're still dealing with humans. So if anything gets me gets me drunk in my seat quicker, I'm I'm all for it. But uh, yeah, if we got a lot of people getting slammed to the floor by security because they can't handle,
0: I don't know. Where does it stop though? Are there gonna be robots touching my hot dog, my Dodger dog before I inhale like it? That an, in the like bathroom a, that's thing. a personal thing. I well, that's, think like I that's like a Eastern Europe uh, robot. It's
2: one of my favorite movies from the '70s. I will
1: say there was a lady at the. Uh, touch and go or whatever it's called. I was trying to use her Apple watch for like three minutes and just couldn't get it to go. And then she finally took her card out of her back pocket. And I was like, I feel like we could have just done that from the beginning lady. You didn't need to show off your Steve jobs technology. So but I digress. Good. Guys, thank you so much for joining us on another iteration of the Dodgers Nation Roundtable. Appreciate you guys for being here. As always, we'll be thinking about Doug because he's our guy. We love him so much. He's
2: perfectly healthy. He's fine. He's
1: in Visalia. Yeah. He's uh, well, he's not fine then. He's not doing well. But guys, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate you. If you want to see more of this and you should see more of this because we're great and we do this all the time. And uh we want to go to Seattle next year. Hit that subscribe <laughs> button down below, down below. Make sure you uh, hit the little notification bell so yeah, you can get you There's you'll a know. Bell,
2: there's a like, leave a comment. Let us know what you think about these topics today. Are the Dodgers going to make a splash? Or are they going to uh, do – is Cody going to do better in the second half of the season? And what are your thoughts on beer vending machines at yeah. Dodger Stadium?
1: As always, think blue, bleep blue. We out. We out.